Entrepreneur on Fire 758. Don't let what other people have thought or said about you over time constrain where you're going to go with your life. John Lee Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire and prepare to ignite. Igloo is an internet that brings multiple functions together to let you scale collaboration while reducing the cost of managing multiple solutions. Try Igloo free for up to 10 people at igloosoftware.com slash fire. Did you know at lynda.com you can watch video course content on your computer, laptop, or mobile device? Get access to the entire library for free for seven days by visiting lynda.com slash fire. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash fire. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, David Bradford. David, are you prepared to ignite? I am excited to ignite. Let's get this party started. (laughs) Love it, David. David is known as the human internet. He is a highly successful CEO and the man that hired the inventor of Apple Computer, Steve Wozniak. He is now a best-selling author with his new book, Up Your Game. So David, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight. So take him in and tell us a little bit about you personally and then expound upon the latest. Well... First of all, I want to tell people out there to never be afraid of their fears. They're not out there to scare you. They're there to let you know that something great is about to happen. Yes. And so I'm excited to be with you, John. First, I want to also thank you for your great service to our country. My gosh, when I read your background and what you've done, I was so impressed with that. So congratulations and thank you. Thank you, David. You bet. So. I'm involved in another in a number of entrepreneurial endeavors these days, but one of the things that I'm most excited about is my book, Up Your Game, Six Timeless Principles for Networking Your Way to the Top. People sometimes are afraid of the word networking because, oh, you're out there to try to get something out of somebody, but I kind of flip it on its ear, and I start with the first principle, which is to start up your network by giving with no thought of getting. You've got to be thinking about that other person first and how you're going to bless their lives before you can start building your own network. Does that make sense? A ton of sense, David. So uh, I go through in my book and I talk about the six uh, principles, which are to start up your network, you show up, you follow up, you link up, and you scale up, and you stand up got to stand up for something in life. And so those are my six up principles. Well, David, I'm really fired up, number one, to dive in later in the interview to these up principles and exactly how you came up with these and how our listeners, Fire Nation, entrepreneurs, sidepreneurs, small business owners from all around the world can apply that in our lives and our businesses. But before we do that, we always start with a success quote. And we'd love to hear yours, David, and how you apply it to your life. I mentioned uh, not to be afraid of one's fears. They're they're not they're not to scare you. They're there to let you know something great is about to happen. And so we're all nervous about taking that next step. Um, and so as I've applied that to my life, I have shown up in life. I remember two of the uh, best jobs I ever got. I simply walked in on uh, Novell, nineteen eighty five. 
I saw a sign off the freeway, said Novell. I heard about all of the great things that they were doing at that company in terms of software and computer networking. And so I walked in. I just showed up, got off the uh, uh, I-15, walked into the offices there, and the young lady, the receptionist, said, who are you here to meet with? And I said, I'm here to meet with the president of the company. And she says, well, let me see if Mr. Nord is available to meet with you. And so she went back. She gave me a few moments. At the time, I'd been a lawyer in the computer industry for about eight years. And she came back out and says, now, what were you here to meet with him about? And in the interim, I'd gone over and I'd looked at their job board and it said shipping and receiving clerk, account executive, marketing specialist, and then corporate legal counsel. (laughs) It essentially had my name written on that job description. And when Mr. Norda came out, the president of the company, I met with him. Two weeks later, I moved my family from Southern California back to Utah and over the next 15 years, we would be we would build one of the great computer software juggernauts in the world, Novell. We grew the company from 40 million in sales to over 2 billion. Now, see, Fire Nation, what I love about this story is that it all started from a sign, and that sign was physical. And signs can either be physical or they can just be an actual sign that you just have in your mind as well. But the thing is what David did is that he stared down the potential fear that was saying, you can't go into a company without an appointment and just ask the secretary to see the president. He stared that down. He made things happen. And then an unbelievable amount of events unfolded after that, which was really powerful. So David, this is just really getting things off to a a powerful start. It's kind of developing this theme that we're going to be tying into your book, Up Your Game. And would we really do this a little bit different with Entrepreneur on Fire is we really focus on the story of the entrepreneur, the story of our future guests. And David, that's you. So I kind of want to hand the reins over to you and have you tell us a story first and foremost of a time when maybe things didn't go right, of a time when you had a failure or an obstacle or a challenge that you had to overcome. And let's really analyze the lessons you learned from that. Absolutely. Uh, Well, when I go back and I I think of that uh, job opening I got at uh, Novell and that opportunity that was created there, it all started from a failure. I had joined a company called Business Land. I'd been there for about nine months and some things happened uh, in the organization and um, uh, it was no longer a fit for what I was doing. And so I stepped aside and I had four kids and, um, you know, just had to look for that next opportunity. And that's when I saw the Novell sign and walked in and, and got that position. I also remember graduating from um, law school in 1977 and having to find that first legal job. And again, that's one I walked in on. That wasn't one I responded to via resume, uh, et cetera. And so I think when you have children, when you have family, when you have people you've got to support and sustain, you know, you get a little desperate and you do some crazy things. <laughs> but it's those crazy things that turn into the most awesome opportunities. Um, I'll tell you quickly the story sure. of Houston IO and how I became CEO of that opportunity, uh, that company. So uh, the year was 2002. I was contacted by a Silicon Valley executive that was moving out to Utah, and he wanted to get introduced to all the venture capital funds in the state of Utah. And I took a day to help Don uh, 
and introduced him to each one of the VCs in the state. I didn't think of uh, Don for the next five years, but five and a half years later, I got a call from Don saying, hey, Dave, I found this great company called Fusion IO. I'd like you to come up and meet with them. And so I drove to Salt Lake and met with them, uh, learned about the technology, and he asked me, would you chair our strategic advisory board? Now, you know, that all started from a favor that I'd done for someone five and a half years earlier. Uh, the net result of all of that was six months later, I became CEO of Fusion IO. We took it from essentially 10 million in sales to 400 million in sales over a four year period. Um, so if sometimes you do not see the small things in life that can have the biggest impact, but if you will help others and engage with them and do them favors, et cetera. It's going to come back to bless your life. Not, you know, a week later, not an hour later, but sometimes five, six, even 20 years. So that's some advice I would give to the entrepreneurs out there. Go out of your way to assist and build other people and their companies and the blessings will flow back to you. No, David, that's awesome advice. And what I love about that for Fire Nation is that it's really important for us to just understand and to absorb that everything that we're doing on this journey is interconnected. Every relationship we form, every deal we make, you know, every favor we do, it's all interconnected. And it might not be interconnected a month down the road or even a year, but 5, 10, 15 years down the road, these relationships that we're building now today can prove to be incredibly powerful in so many ways. So make sure to make the most of every one of these interactions. And David, another story that we really like to kind of talk about is an aha moment, a light bulb moment that you've had at some point in your journey. And I mean, let's be honest, you've had hundreds and thousands of these epiphany moments, of these aha moments. But what I want you to do is take us to the ground level with one story, focusing on one idea that you had, a light bulb that went off, and then let's kind of walk through the steps you took, David, to turn that idea into success. That's a great one, uh, actually. Now that I reflect on something, uh, my wife, my PhD wife, uh, and I have been building a very cool company called The View, Virtual Immersive Educational Worlds. Um, it's a 3D online platform for uh, teachers and professors where you can upload your content in a 3D environment and people can be instructed as avatars. Um, it allows avatars to learn and interact in a game environment while being educated. Well, last spring, uh, my grandson was up, 16-year-old grandson, and he was in the view, actually playing around and walking through some virtual worlds that my wife had created. And there was a language training module that he saw there. And suddenly he got absorbed in this language training in Spanish. And as he walked through a street in Mexico and interacted with a series of non-player characters in this 3D video game, he was learning Spanish whether he wanted to or not. That was my aha moment. He had had two years of high school Spanish and he was bored out of his mind. You know, he didn't learn anything from it. But once he was in a game environment learning Spanish and interacting with these game avatars, the light bulbs went on for him and for me. And I said, we can build the next great language 
learning company utilizing Linda's 3D view technology. So that was the aha moment that we had. And ever since then, we've been uh, taking Linda's 3D view platform and driving it to uh, language training specifically. You know, I look back at my history, David, and I did four years of Spanish in high school. And then, you know, I spent eight years as an officer in the U.S. Army, four years active, four years in the reserves. And so during that reserve time, I took a little bit of a break and I went down to Guatemala to, quote unquote, immerse myself in that language, actually just live with the family, walk down the streets, have that real time environment. And in those four months, I learned about a hundred times what I learned in those four years of high school Spanish where I was bored, I wasn't focused, it wasn't fun, it wasn't real. And it sounds like this is what, you know, exactly what this is going to be doing. It's going to be making it fun. It's going to be making it a game. It's going to be making it real. And that's just really inspiring. I mean, what are you really seeing as the direction this is taking? Well, using the 3D view to learn a language, people can genuinely feel connected through a series of self-paced modules in real-world environments, just like you went to Guatemala. Well, not everybody can get on a plane and fly to Guatemala and live there for four months, right? But if you can go there virtually as an avatar character online, you can practice your language in many different environments. So imagine Chinese people learning English as a second language while virtually visiting such iconic places as New York Central Park, or San Francisco, Silicon Valley. Um, And while in these 3D settings, they are interacting with real-world situations, objects, and people as they practice their language online. Or imagine learning French on the 3D streets of Paris. And so, for example, this morning, I was on a call for two hours with our VIEW team where they're building an airport scenario. What is the first thing that you know, someone traveling to America is going to be in. They're going to be in an airport. Well, what are the words, phrases, uh, conversational things that they will do as they walk through an airport? Well, they'll meet with a gate agent. They'll meet with a customs officer. Uh, they may meet with uh, someone who is waiting for them. They may meet with a, a cab driver. Well, what are the phrases and you know, words and syntax that they will use to communicate. And so we've created that whole airport environment as one of our 3D virtual instances. (laughs) They're probably going to want to ask where the bathroom is pretty quickly if it was a long international flight. I know that's one of my first stops. (laughs) That's a great call there. So David, you are obviously inspiring a lot of people with what you're doing. You know, you're building great businesses. You're staying on the cutting edge and that's just really exciting to see. And I do have to kind of step back and say, you know, we have to address something. You know, a person that has the line, the man that hired the inventor of the Apple computer, Steve Wozniak, I feel like we owe Fire Nation a little bit of an explanation. So can you just kind of expound upon that real quick? Sure. You know, you can read the story more fully in, in Up Your Game, but let me just walk you through kind of the steps. It Interestingly, it all starts with the birth of my 14th grandchild about five years ago, uh, six years ago now, when Moti was born in a hospital in Orem, Utah. And as we were walking out of the delivery room, the doctor said, uh, David, I've heard about your connections in the legal community. Would you take some time to go to breakfast with me? Well, here's the man who just delivered my 14th grandchild. So- <laughs> 
<laughs> obviously I'm going to be very, um, you know, willing to help him. So we went to breakfast. We had eggs and sausage, as I recall, some hash browns. And as we were talking it over, he said, you know, could you do me a favor? Will you go to lunch with my son-in-law? He's just moved to Utah and he's trying to connect to the legal community up here. And maybe you can give them some advice. I said, sure, doc, happy to do it. We go to lunch. He joins the uh, Utah Bar Association on my recommendation uh, and becomes actually the chair of the Speakers Bureau there. And so I get a call six months later saying, Dave, I took your advice. I got involved in the Utah Bar Association. I'm now chair of the Speakers Bureau. Can you come speak at our next annual meeting of the Utah Bar Association? I says, well, I'm not really practicing law anymore and involved in this company and that company. He says, no, no, we'd love to hear about that experience. I says, well, where is your uh, annual meeting? He said, Sun Valley, Idaho. I then checked Google Maps and I saw that it was a six-hour drive from Provo, Utah, where I was living at the time, to the place that we were supposed to meet in Idaho. And I took a deep breath and said, well, maybe I'll throw my golf clubs in back. I'll drive up, give my speech, and then I'll go play some golf. So that was my plan. So I drive to Sun Valley, Idaho. I get up there. I give my speech. It all goes well. Now I'm walking out of my session. It's about 10, 15 in the morning, and I have an 11, 15 tea time, and I'm very excited to go play golf. And lo and behold, a young man stops me and starts asking me some questions about my speech. And as I'm chatting with him, I pick up a flyer that I see sitting next to me on a piano bench, and it said, keynote speech, Utah Bar Association, Steve Wozniak, inventor of the Apple. So now, John, <laughs> I have a decision to make. Right. Do I go play golf, which is what I really wanted to do, or do I hang and listen to the Waz? And so, again, sometimes in life, the smallest decisions can work to your benefit. I decide I'm going to go stay and listen to the Waz. And I'd never met the man before, but I was excited to hear what he had to say about the inventing of the Apple computer. So I go in. There's about 500 people in the audience. I go down, and I sit in the front row. And lo and behold, I sit right next to a young lady by the name of Julie Roebuck. And I said, Julie, what do you do for a living? And Julie says, well, I'm Steve Wozniak's executive assistant. <laughs> and I said, well, that's fantastic. And she says, well, what do you do? And I told her about my work in the world of information technology. And she said, uh, gosh, Woz would love to meet with you. Would you mind spending some time with Wozniak after he gives his speech? Well, I said, Julie, I would be honored to uh, spend some time with Woz. And so uh, sure enough, when his speech was over, Julie walked me right up, introduced me as this iconic character in the state of Utah in terms of uh, the information uh, world of information technology. We got to chatting. And so then I said, as we were partying, I said, Steve, I know you get those requests every day, but would you join my advisory board for Fusion IO? He says, well, let me give it some thought. So he drove back to Silicon Valley. I drove back to uh, Utah. Within 24 hours, Wozniak got back to me and he said, I would be honored to join your advisory board. I was so excited and um, 
six months later, I became CEO of Fusion IO, and I asked him to join the company more full-time as our chief scientist. He agreed to do that, and that's the story of how I hired the Waz. <laughs> I love that story, David. It's so incredible in Fire Nation. It's just the little things in life sometimes that can just make the world of difference. I mean, even if you had sat in a different chair, let alone not even decided to go to that place, it could have been a whole different ball game. That's my point about showing up in life. If you show up enough places, enough times, good things are going to happen. But then you've got to follow up. And that's what I did the next day with Waz. I followed up, connected with him, and boom. Well, speaking of following up and the word up, let's talk about present times, David, and today and up your game. Share with Fire Nation why you're just so fired up about this book and why we should be too. Well, listen, the, I've gotten so many uh, wonderful feedback. I really kind of didn't anticipate all the personal feedback that I would get. I had one fellow the other day that called me up and says, what I love about your book, David, is that many times when people go through a publisher or whatever, there's you know uh, 50 pages of real substance and then 200 pages of filler because they've got to, they figure they've got to write a 200 right. book. And so what people have said to me is that there is a nugget on every page of your book. And you can tell you wrote it. It didn't have a publisher come in that kind of oversaw and created a bunch of filler. But every page contains a different nugget. And it's just a different story, a different interaction that led to something great. And so I think people, when they read my book, will find, you know, it's really me telling the real stories in a very conversational way, and people get immersed in it quickly and just love it. Well, Fire Nation, you can tell that David has a way with conversation, so uh, this book, no doubt, will just continue to show that through and through from, again, page one till page done. And David, we're about to enter the lightning rounds, but before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. As entrepreneurs, we like our freedom. Whether you're getting ready to go on a vacation or travel to the next big conference in your industry or niche, it's nice to have access to learning on the go while you're away. That's why I love the advancements in technology I'm seeing from companies like lynda.com. lynda.com offers over 100,000 video tutorials that you can access straight from your mobile device. Ready to tackle some of your biggest struggles while on the go? Now you can. Take advantage of courses on leadership, productivity, and even blogging. Looking to Learn some of the programs offered in the Adobe Creative Cloud? Yep, lynda.com has those too. lynda.com offers high quality, easy to follow videos with searchable transcripts, playlists, and taught by the industry experts themselves. I'm excited to share the special offer I worked out with lynda.com to give you access to the entire library free for seven days. Visit lynda.com slash fire. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash fire. Email overload happens to the best of us, if we let it. Come on, I'm not the only one that gets stuck in my email inbox sometimes. The same is true of what I like to call app overload. According to Osterman Research, most small businesses on average use up to 14 apps. That means you're dealing with 14 passwords, 14 subscriptions, and 14 user accounts. Yuck! 
Can you imagine how much more productive your day would be and how much more efficiently your team would work if you had a platform that combined all those solutions together into one place? Igloo makes it so. Igloo is an internet you'll like. They bring multiple solutions together like file sharing, blogs, and shared calendars, task management, and much, much more. So you can work better together with your team, co-authoring documents, sharing status updates, and managing your projects all in one place. Try Igloo free for up to 10 people at igloosoftware.com slash fire. That's igloosoftware.com slash fire. David, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sure. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear. Uh, fear that if I failed, I would let down my family, my children, uh, and so forth. What is the best advice you've ever received? It's not what you know, but who you know. Oh, love that. David, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. Every morning, I show up online and create a inspiring quotation or um, cut and paste one from somebody else to inspire other people. I, I don't just uh, say I like somebody. I comment on their actual web page, LinkedIn page, etc. I make it personal and make a practice of listing inspiring quotes on all my web pages. So cool. You might like my podcast, Quotes on Fire, which is a daily quote from history's greatest entrepreneurs. Perfect. <laughs> David, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? I am big on using Facebook, not just for you know, conversational things and friendliness and so forth, but I use it for business. Uh, I once hired my chief financial officer at Fusion IO by simply posting a uh, Facebook notification that we were looking for a chief financial officer. So Facebook can be used for powerful business as well as, you know, fun and games. Love it. David, if you could recommend one book to join your book, Up Your Game, on our show notes page, what would that book be and why? Blueprint to a Billion. It was written by a fellow by the name of Thompson, who was a Silicon Valley executive some years ago. And in Blueprint to a Billion, he examines or discovers seven reasons why 19,487 companies failed to reach a billion in revenue and 350 or the de denominator actually figured out how to build a billion dollar company. I think the principles outlined in Thompson's book, a Blueprint to a Billion, can apply to just about any entrepreneur and how they can grow their business. Love that. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. David, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Wow, that's a doozy. <laughs> um, I will tell you that 
I believe in the democratization of information, and I would create a website that is a website of all things and uh, give everybody on planet Earth full and equal access to the web because the content, I want the person in Ghana to be able to have access to the exact same information that you have, John, or that I have, so that by the democratization of information, we create a peaceful world where people learn to interact with one another um, in a peaceful way. I I think uh, there's just so many things that we can do and create in terms of building communities online and eliminate those artificial barriers that are called borders Uh, with the web with what we're doing in in this space we can create a global community where everybody has access to the same information well david let's end today literally on fire with you sharing just one parting piece of guidance the best way that we can connect with you then we'll say goodbye (laughs) Well, please reach out to me on LinkedIn. If you've heard this, send me a personalized message on LinkedIn that says, David, listen to your uh, podcast today with John Dumas. Loved what you had to say. Will you connect with me on LinkedIn? This is what I do. And so it's a personalized message to me so that I can know that, hey, you listened to John's podcast and you liked what I had to say. And then you went out and took the next step. You followed up to build a relationship. I think that's the best way. Follow me on Twitter as well. Awesome. What's your Twitter handle? Just David Bradford. At David Bradford. And what's that one parting piece of guidance? Don't let what other people have thought or said about you over time constrain where you're going to go with your life. I, I tell my grandkids all the time, you know, shoot for the moon. Um, you can do it. Uh, my mother says today is the greatest day of my life. She's 91 years old. She visited me yesterday in our Newport beach home. And she says, David, my life couldn't get any better. Something great is going to happen to me today. And as she said that she took off this beautiful wristwatch that she had. And she says, yesterday, David, I was walking through a store told a person that I like their watch. They took it off their wrist, handed it to me, and put it around my wrist. So great things are going to happen to you today. Expect that they're going to happen. Wow. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with David and myself today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com, type David in the search bar, his show notes page will pop right up, and Fire Nation, grab the book up your game. You won't regret it. It's going to be a great read. I'm super looking forward to checking it out. And as you can tell with the conversations that Dave and I have had today, he has a lot to share. And then of course, David Bradford on LinkedIn, at David Bradford for Twitter. We'll have this all linked up on the show notes page and his book, Up Your Game. David, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Bye-bye. 
Fire Nation, learn how to create a podcast in three minutes, as well as two super hacks every podcaster needs to know on the free podcast workshop Kate and I host every week. Text PARADISE to 38470 to claim your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.